Hello? Well, hello there. <laughs> How are you? Who's calling? Joe. <laughs> hey, man. What, what color is your underwear? <laughs> um, let me see. So I'm doing something I've never done before, which what? is um, I am eating during the... Okay, I've only done it once before, but normally <laughs> I take this very seriously. I don't like to eat during the pod, but today it was a crazy day. Why are you doing this to our listeners? <laughs> I'm hoping that I can, like, lower the volume on all of my chewing, and then no one will know. You're going to uh, need to do some really extensive editing work. Mm-hmm. What are you eating? Cacio e pepe! And some roasted Brussels sprouts. Ooh, that was not yeah. what I was expecting. That sounds amazing. What were you expecting? I don't know, like Cheerios? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I realized I was out of food, except that I had some cheeses and some pasta, and I was like, I'm doing it. Oh so, like, in, literally, in the, if you look at the story in the last 20 minutes, I set out about doing this and got it done. So, I'm feeling <laughs> very accomplished right now. So, that's why you needed an extra five minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe you were, like... On the brink of a new idea, writing-wise, and you had to just crank it out. <laughs> no, I've given up on writing. Oh, good. Yeah. Tell For me your more. recommendation. <laughs> me? I didn't mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me more. Or are you still finishing your lunch? No, that was just a bite, that's all. Um, <laughs> um how's your week going? <laughs> you need a little more time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, I um, had my Tell photo me about sh- yesterday. I want to hear all about it. Yes, my photo shoot yesterday. I had a massive day, and I woke up today, and I am so sore. Like what? what? <laughs> I feel, I feel like I was went this on a, a, a porn shoot or what? <laughs> well, so the funny thing is, um, so as you know, we were recreating the Mean Girl scene where. Um, they carry Regina like a princess into so PE iconic. class. Yeah. yeah, and Missy Elliott's in the back. Oh my god! Just yes. like whenever I hear that song, I'm just like, oh. Me too. I know. Yeah. So that was like one of the songs that we um, tried to recreate on the album was that Missy Elliott song, and it's like hot girl slow motion. So, right. um, anyways, we're doing that scene, and <laughs> so I basically have five of my guy friends carrying me. Right. <laughs> and they're all like. It was so... Okay, first of all, I had... There's a lot to unpack here. I had a lot of nerves about the photo shoot. Yeah, you did. We texted texted about it, so... Yeah, and we can get into that. But um, one of the things I was nervous about was uh, asking these guys to carry me. And I was really self-conscious about it. I was like, oh my god, what if they can't lift me? Um, What if five five men can't lift you? (laughs) Yes! I was just really stressed about it. And then... um, and then I could hear them grunting as they oh, were no. lifting me and holding me. And there was one point where, like, my sharp ass bone was jutting into my friend John's neck. And I could, like, feel his muscles starting to shake. And then finally he's like, do you think maybe we could just shift a little bit? And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, oh, much better. And so these guys are, like, lifting me and they're, 
they're like sweating and grunting and then at one point um at one point I was like oh like we can change locations so I was just like okay well put me down now like like set me down and they were like oh okay princess like they're just teasing me because I just started ordering everybody around well when you get lifted up and around I feel like you you do it I know like if you put a pencil in between your teeth it's supposed to make you happier because it's mimicking smile are you kidding me so if you if you just uh, have your friends carry you around maybe you're a princess for me the pencil in the mouth thing is actually really traumatic because um (laughs) my sister played this game where we would play horsey, and oh. I was the horse, uh-huh. <laughs> and she was the horseback rider, and um, mm-hmm. she would put a pencil in my mouth to mimic a bit for a horse. Right, right. And well, tie- how the tables have turned. So, uh, let's throw that suggestion out the window. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, they were lifting me up, and, I mean, they, I'm sure they're very sore today. But it's really funny because I'm not really sure why I'm Don't so flatter yourself. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing anything physically strenuous. I mean, I guess I'm, like, moving my body in weirder ways, but... Yeah, um, probably, you were probably... First of all, you were probably extremely tense the whole day, and yeah. you were also, because you were, like, being lifted, you were probably engaging your core quite a bit. Well, yeah, my abs are really sore. Yeah, so you are sure. probably just were holding a position, and so you didn't realize yeah. that you were... That you were yeah. Holding that all day. Exa- Good exactly. for you. Good way to get a workout in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I have a newfound respect for models. I feel like um, <laughs> a lot is required of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides the whole, like, staying negative, too. But, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so the other thing that... What is was... your... Can I just ask one question? Yeah. Um, what is a sharp butt bone? <laughs> it's like... Okay, imagine that you are sitting on somebody. So uh-huh. put, put your Never body. <laughs> put your body. Just imagine. Mm-hmm. Put your body into like a V shape, kinda. Mm-hmm. And then put your hand underneath your butt. Do you mean a tailbone? No. Okay. Like go to your left butt cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it. Do, I'm feeling it. Do you feel that big old bone right there? This is why our show is related. E for explicit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta earn that rating. Yep, I feel it. I feel it. So that is like almost underneath. I feel like the butt fat cushions you, but not if. It seems like that's a leg bone. Is that what it is? It's like I think so. Yeah, I think it's like okay. the top of your leg, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's a leg bone, not a butt bone. But it's in your butt, so you know. To me, to me, it was something. It's not sharp. A science, okay. <laughs> to me, <laughs> there's no way to know what bone what it really bone is. Was, yeah. No. Um, that's hilarious. It's not a science. <laughs> Anyways, to John, it was something horrible about my ass digging into his shoulder. Um, so yeah, it was a really big day. It was a lot of fun. Um, I got my hair and makeup done, and I kind of blew it with the hairdo, which was a bummer, because Regina has a straight blowout, and then the Liv Tyler one next is, like, still straight, but, like a little more bounce to it. And so I told the lady, like, I showed her the two pictures of Regina and then of Liv Tyler. And so the Liv Tyler one, she was like, yeah, it's like basically your hair right now, but like smoothed out. And I was like, yeah, exactly. 
And so we're having a nice time. We're chatting, doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I noticed that she's put my hair into curlers. Nice. Uh, I was like, oh, uh, I don't think this is right. So anyway, I didn't really have the heart to be like, redo this, bitch. This is too curly. Well, you so. hadn't quite sat on your throne just yet. So Exactly. You yeah, used to ordering people around. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, That's funny. I kind of wish I had spoken up. The hair didn't really turn out right, which was a bummer, but... I mean, you can still, with all the clothing and stuff, I think you still know what we're referencing, and it's fine. But, um, but I had a big, uh, blowout with Sheck afterwards, because she was like, I thought that the whole point was that we were gonna make it really specific, and everything was gonna be exactly right, and I was like, well, it's a lot to manage when you're, when you're in the photo shoot, and then you gotta tell everyone where to go and what to do, because we don't, I feel like we don't really have the exact... right iconic shot that's like that looks exactly like mean girls and that was the point was to get it like dead on right um but you know what i did my best if you need me to photoshop anything let me know okay yeah um uh yeah i, I feel like it's just, not really in check wheelhouse to like adjust but i know well yeah exactly but it's okay i'm sure you did your best and i'm sure just being hoisted will be fine <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, I think that the bottom line is that we got really great photos. I don't know if we got an exact identical Mean Girls photo, but the photos that we did get are awesome. So, Well, and I also, um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Thank you. I think without, like, a professional studio doing it, there's no way you were going to get an exact shot. Right. Or, like, with, yeah. I mean, this was pretty big budget. I bought everyone jersey mics. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That explains why Sheck was at Jersey Mike's yesterday. Yeah, how did you know that? We were texting about you. Oh, great. Anything nice? We we were just texting. Um, She was sitting next to someone from Duke and said he was really obnoxious, and I was like, checks out, checks out. (laughs) I have been thinking so much about your Duke experience of being (laughs) put into the center of a circle (laughs) and criticized. Oh, yeah, me too, actually. With no, like, no... Well, no. Moral lesson. Yeah, no thing at the end that's like, see, like, actually, she loves sports, and you should befriend her. Nope. Like. My (laughs) teacher was not helping me make friends that day, that's for sure. That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Yeah, and I kind of had, like, repressed it until, well, that's not true. So the building that it happened in was actually, okay, so the worst part of all was that I was so homesick, and the building that this class was in was called Branson Hall. And it was, like, my first class, and I was like, this sucks. Um, And it was, like, right by my house I lived in for the last couple years, so it was, like, I don't know, it was wild that I had to drive by all the time. And, like, every fall, every mid-September, I would just, like, get this pit in my stomach, because I'd be like, oh, remember. It's so traumatic. I can't, I feel like it explains a lot about you. (laughs) Which part? (laughs) You know, just everything. Explains everything. I feel like it's definitely a scene that would have to go in your memoir. Yeah, definitely. But I I still have questions about what it explains. (laughs) You know, general psyche. I feel like like if I was your therapist and I was gathering stories about your life, like a few different things would, you know, stories about your mom, stories about your sister, stories about you freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did set a really, really bad tone for my college years, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, you know, I am so glad to, to talk to you today. 
I know, me too. Okay, can I've I I've been say... thinking about you all week because of your Aww. music, and I was just like, oh, I love Maddie. I was thinking about you all week, just thinking how I love you. Really? Yeah. Why? What did I do? You did nothing. Oh, that's <laughs> just usual. <kidding. laughs> that's um, no, I don't know. I just, you've been on my mind. And I'm like, wow, yeah. what a pal. What a guy. Yeah. That's um, true. So the pal and a guy. The th- other thing about the photo shoot that I wanted to bring up was um, I was texting you either the morning of or the night before. I think the morning of. Yeah, it was morning um, of. Because I was just really nervous. I just kind of felt mentally unprepared. I feel like it's you have to totally switch right. gears when you want to go into photo shoot mode. And uh, as we know, because I won't stop talking about it, I've been in writing mode and we're finally <laughs> done. And then, like... There's still so much to do, because next Friday is when I'm turning in right. all of the photo shoot stuff, some video stuff. Like, basically, I have to have all of the assets delivered by mid-February so that um, they can start sending them out now and get press ready for a May release. Right. So, um, so I've been like, okay, I really need to whip out these photo shoots. I gotta get them done as soon as possible. Um, gotta, like, coordinate those, set it up, like, buy a bunch of clothes, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I was feeling really ner- nervous the morning of, and then I was texting you, and, um, I just kept, I kept mentioning that I was really nervous about all of these guys, because I asked five guy friends to be in my photo shoot, and I was like, I can't pay you, but I can buy you sandwiches, and, um, I was stressing a lot, and then you were like, well, if I had to guess, I would say that you are stressed because you're worried about wasting people's time. And I was like, God damn you should just be my therapist. You just cut right to the heart of it. That's exactly what was upsetting me. And, um, without really realizing completely what it was. And then you gave me such great advice. You were like, you were like, you know, if you act really timid and, and, um, if you act timid and like, you don't know what you're doing and you're kind of like asking people like, well, what do you think? Maybe we should go over here. I don't know. Then it will be wasting people's time. And so you were like, just be, just be a fucking diva. Like, just channel your Regina George. Just tell people where to stand. You gotta direct everything. You're in charge. And then it'll make people feel really good to be a part of it. And then afterwards, you can just be like, okay, like I'm, I'll buy you all drinks now or whatever. I, I opted for sandwiches. When you say it like that, it just, I sound amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Um, but this also is another example of just like you might need two girlfriends, you might need two therapists. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't call Corey every time I'm nervous or... Right. But you can call me. Exactly. I got nothing going on. Yeah. We just got years of, years of emotional damage from that one drama class. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, I'm unpacking that, so, yeah. Um, I, that was a reference to the fact that when we were on the road together for a day, um, (laughs) Maddie just had, like, Sheck was driving with her hand on Maddie's knee I was in the back seat with my hand on Maddie's shoulder. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> Maddie just had two girlfriends the whole week, and it was hilarious. It was so great. <laughs> because by week three of tour, I'm just, like, a bundle of nerves right, and right. self-doubt. And, I mean, I was having a great time, of course, but we were in a very stressful situation. I didn't know. The shows were just getting canceled one by one. I was, like, so nervous and... Um, I, could, I needed the support. Yeah, you needed the extra support. It's fine. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, my two girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's cool. 
Yeah, and we serve very different functions, so it's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> True. Um, that was a, a joke. Are yeah. you making a sex joke? Yes. Yeah, I know, but I didn't <laughs> want to address <laughs> Um, so how is I didn't your... even want to die. I didn't even want to encourage you. I just... <laughs> you just said nothing. Yes, that's what I, that's what I, I do best. I hate on the podcast when you say nothing because I'm like, is this just a delay on the phone? And then I start nervously laughing and then I, I start... I would say rule of thumb, it's generally not a delay on the phone. <laughs> no, but we did have that one day of weird technical issues. Yeah, that was weird. Um, how's your bowl of pasta looking? It's, it's gone, it's done. I'm done. Okay, great. So you yeah. ready to, uh, participate Do what I now? do best, talk about myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had a crazy week like at the start of this you week have. um are you being are you questioning me or are you no oh yeah I've had a crazy <laughs> week at the start of the week on like last weekend I was like oh my god here's all the things that I have to do so like a, a brief smattering I'm doing some final round interviews for a company that I'm applying for so it's like I never know what I'm gonna have to jump for that um this woman that I work for in Durham I like do work for her and like this is a week that I'm doing work for her I am trying to write an essay for a magazine that it's, like, kind of in limbo, but also I need to get it done. Um, what kind of work do you do for this lady? I do, like, content writing, so just, like, writing blog posts and stuff. Cool. Yeah, or, like, writing reports. I would write a bunch of reports for her this summer, just, like, fill out the reports. Ah, uh, yes, um, reports. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I was, and so I was working, first of all, for my interviews, I had to do this whole, like, data analysis report and, like, put together, like, a document, um, and then I have, like, all my classes I have stuff to do, so I have to, I'm telling an eight-minute story today, um, and then I'm doing a reading tonight. I'm doing a reading on, um, on the Upper East Side. An eight-minute story is a really long story. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I can't even do it on the pod because it would take up eight <laughs> minutes of our time. So are you, it's just to your class, though, right? Yeah, yeah, but, like, you know, you gotta work on it, so I'm telling yeah, a story, um, I'll give a brief synopsis. Um, okay. I... <laughs> This is how it starts, is that uh, in the fall of 2015, my college roommate and I were starting to plan a trip to go to Jackson Hole for the week to go skiing, and and emboldened as I was by feeling fun and having friends, I decided um, I would have an ultimatum with my long-distance girlfriend. Um, So that's how it starts, and so we know that how it ends. (laughs) We know that it ends in a heartbreak, but it's just about how, like... I was in Jackson Hole, and I was, like, very sad, and nothing was great, and then, um, it's hard for me to, to even, like, tell the story without just telling the story, but, um, basically, my mom, we were at dinner one night, and everything was just terrible, and I was like, the snow is so pretty, like, I I hate it, I wish Lauren was here, um, and then my mom, we were at dinner one night at a, a place called Cafe Genevieve, and she looks over my shoulder, and she says, um, Annie, the, there's a girl that just came in and kissed the hostess, and now they're, like, they're leaving for the night, and I turn around, and sure enough, like, two people my age are, like, parting ways for the night, um, and they're clearly dating, and I was just like, great, like, the only other gay people in Wyoming have found each other, like, what does that do for me? Um, and so basically, like, every night, I have to leave my room with Leah to go sleep in my mom's bed, because I can't sleep alone, um, and I'm crying, and I'm starting to get worried about myself, because, like, I'm just, like, too depressed, and so I'm trying to tell my mom that, like, I'm worried, and that maybe she should be worried, and so at some point in this explanation, I'm like, because, like, what else, what, I have nothing to live for, like, I'm, I'm a bum, and she just bursts out laughing, so she's crying because she's so worried about me, but she just starts going, I'm a bum, I'm a bum, and it's just, like, <laughs> cracking up, um, 
because it's the most ridiculous thing she's ever heard, and it was, like, a nice little moment. And then, like, she would make me every morning, she would say, okay, tell me one thing you're grateful for. And I would say, I'm grateful for waffles, because every morning I would get up and take him out in the snow, and he would bounce around. Um, waffles and is a dog, not the Waffles is a dog. <clears throat> yeah. So little did I know that, like, this was, like, the downward spiral of my of my process. So, like, a, a breakup, I think, really closely maps grief. And, like, you start in this kind of bargaining anger place as you're on your way to this, like, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am very upset all the time. I don't go back to work. I just go stay with my parents in Idaho for the month. Um, because why bother? And um, I'm just getting worse and worse. And then my... Caitlin, my, one of my best friends from high school, is like, you know what? I just graduated college. I'm going to fly up to Idaho, and we're going to drive around the Mountain West. We're going to do as many ski resorts as we can. Cause we what have these a passes. sweet, sweet friend. Two, I have two friends sweetest. now in this story who just, like, bolstered me. Um, Who's the other And one? Leah. Oh, you didn't yeah. really say anything about what she did. You, she, you, in just my, said, you just said you had to flee her bed every night. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, in my story, I say I say a little more about it, but I just kind of skipped that part because I was nervous about telling taking up your time. Um, um. We rears its ugly head again. Um, and then, so Caitlin comes up. We get these passes that gets us two free days at all these resorts. Um, and, you know, we start and we do four hours. We drive to Jackson Hole. Um, so we're back in Jackson Hole. As soon as I arrive, I'm like, oh, like, bad feelings. And, um, that is where I hit rock bottom. So I am so upset. You told me that rock bottom was when I came over to your house and you were on the couch. Oh, hell no. That was in November. Oh, okay. That was like two days after we broke up and I was like crying for the first time about it, but Mm. I was not at rock bottom yet. It seemed like rock bottom. It was pretty bad, (laughs) but it got worse. Oh man, rock bottom must have been. Oh, yeah. Well, like, you saw me, and, like, I don't think I've ever cried in front of anyone like that. So, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, anyway, you did a good job. So, now three friends have have, (laughs) have taken care of me. (laughs) Let's just sprinkle that a little bit to Ben. Maybe you can have that before your class tonight. Um, I will definitely do that. (laughs) She's a musician. She's got an album coming out. Um, (laughs) And uh, so, basically... I hit rock bottom in Jackson Hole, and it's because I am texting with Lauren one la- like one last time, being like, th- "Please, like, please, please take me back!" Like begging you, and it's not a good look. It was so pathetic, and she was just like, "No!" Like, I mean, there was no. She Wait. was not being coy the first time we talked about it. So, um, is it is this why you're so triggered by the emojis that I always use? <laughs> that is one of the reasons I'm triggered by emojis. That Didn't you she? Use. You were like, "We should get back together" or something, and then she sent the little sideways. No, face. it was it was when I said on the bottom. Okay, I skipped this part because I was trying to avoid doing the whole story but basically (laughs) when I said I'm a a blast priority for you um like I'm like the fifth on your list of priorities she was like yeah you're right and I was like oh great like is that gonna can we work on that and she was just sent like this slanty face back and so that's why I'm I'm triggered by emojis um oh my god I was like is this how this ends really um she what a what All right, doozy. we're not going to get into that right now, but... but floozy. Um, a floozy doozy. <laughs> a floozy doozy. She was not a floozy, but... Um, no, I mean, she was doing right... Like, besides that text, like, she was doing the right thing because, like, no, we didn't belong together, and yeah. our lives were going in really different directions, and so... Well, I, um, don't, I don't fall to... Like, that is really honest to be, like, that's it's true. not going to... Yeah, exactly. You're not my priority right now, and then it's not right. going to change. <laughs> but, um... Like, you gotta sometimes lie a little bit for interpersonal <laughs> yeah. relationships. You're right. Like, 
Like, people have got to learn to read between the lines. So when you're like, no, I do want to hang out with you. I'm just really busy. You got to know that that means right. I don't want to well, fucking I didn't. hang out so, with you. So, like, she was trying to give me all the in-between the lines. It was, I honestly, like, many days from now, I I think that I will always, like, be very grateful for her to actually, I mean, mm-hmm. she could have done it in a different way and she could have taken the initiative, but I'm really grateful that she was like, no. Yeah, like, she was also a young kid. Yeah, we were all, yeah, exactly. But she was like, no, like, this is not working out. And I think yeah. that we all just need to bite the bullet and, like, which is brave. I think it was really brave of her. And I'm, I'm grateful. Um, you know when they say, like, we got to take back the words, like, bitch and stuff like that? What is it? What's yeah. the term? Take it back? We didn't... Take back the term, yeah. Take back the term. I would like to take back the slanty face emoji. Because... <laughs> this is not I... the point. <laughs> I'm very... Express. I love using emojis to express myself. I hate myself. them. Oh I my god, I hate you, them so much. But why can't you just, like, think of them as, like, oh, that is so Maddie, and, like, just learn to love it, and just be like, wow, Maddie sent a smiley face because she's really smiling at me. Or, like, oh, she's making a goofy, like, straight line face. Like, to me, that's more expressive, because I'm very expressive with my face, and so when I'm texting, I gotta throw in my emojis, and I just wish that you could, um, you know... Learn okay, to so, love May for May when we're texting. <laughs> love May for May. Um, so I hear you, except I just, it's not going to happen, slanty face. Um, because I, so for instance, the other day I tagged you in a story because I was listening to your music and you sent a bunch of hearts. And I was like, <laughs> ugh, whatever. And like, there was like 20 hearts on the screen. If you had just said, I love you, exclamation point, I would be like, oh my God. Like words are totally uh. important to me. That's true. I see that. That's really I think it's my point. it's my love language. I think that words are my love language. So yeah. like, so yeah, and, and positive affirmation, words of affirmation. Right. So if you say instead of sending six smiley uh, laughing faces, if you sent ha 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 ha, or wait, that's eight ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> I would think that that went meant it was funny, like that, like okay, yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, then, I'm not saying that I need you to change, but don't expect me to be grateful that you're sending me emojis. Well, but what about what about you learning my love language, which is facial expression? I think I feel like if I sent ha 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 ha, like to me that is way less. I feel like if I was just like ha ha ha, that would be less funny than if I sent a bunch of crying laughing faces. Okay, I can start sending you crying laughing faces. Although, that is my most triggering emoji. (laughs) I hate that one. Why? Another girl who scorned me used it. (laughs) And I was just like, why can't you use your fucking words? Well, Um, clearly we're just not compatible, and maybe we should just No, that's why I'm your second girlfriend, not your first. (laughs) We just gotta use this format, the uh, podcasting format. It's all we have to do. That's it. Okay. Well, um, okay, I just back want to you to know story. that I'm not going to change. I, yeah, me if you're... <laughs> okay, cool. Good talk. Um, okay, so basically I hit rock bottom because I'm begging her to take me back and she is very firm. No. <laughs> and like that night is on, even, even to now, like maybe except for breaking my leg, it's the worst night of my entire life. And um, I'm so, so sad and I'm trying to like I call my mom twice. Caitlin's sleeping through the whole thing, but I'm, I call my mom twice. I watch like sitcoms in the background just so like there's gonna be a laugh track in my ear, and there's I'm trying to breathe and like feel my breath, but it just feels like the earth yeah. is like closing in on me. It feels very physical, um, and I'm just like so feeling so hopeless, and I'm I'm like I cannot do another night of this. 
like I don't know what to do. So the next I I think I don't think I sleep, but I I make it through the night and I um I'm just like okay, I'm going to go through the motions. I'm going to follow Caitlin around. And we're waiting at the bus stop to go to the hill and a car pulls up and it's weirdly the same exact model that I drove um as a teenager and there's two girls in the front seat and they say, come on in, like get in the car. If we can park next to the hill together, we can carpool and get our parking spot for free. Um, and I'm, we're like, okay, yeah, sounds great. And we pile in, we get in the car and I realize that the girl driving the car is the girl that kissed the hostess oh at my Cafe Genevieve. God. Yeah. Whoa. But the girl in the front seat is not the hostess. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And so we're just oh, chatting fuck. and they just graduated college and um we're just figuring out what they were doing we just graduated college didn't know what we were doing and um we get to the hill and the girl driving is like hey do you like waffles and I was like I love waffles the food and um she was like great there's a waffle shack at the top of the hill give me your number and I'll I'll give you a text later today this is giving me chills I know and I was like uh, yeah, sounds great. Like, here's my number. And I'm looking at Caitlin like, what? Because, like, she's way hotter than me. And also, um, I haven't slept in two months. So my, like, dark circles are just, like, down to my chin. Um, I don't look my best, basically. Uh, and she didn't text me. But it was, like, this beautiful thing where, like, the universe gave me exactly what I needed the day after the right. worst night of my life. It was, like, she it gave me Meanwhile, just this- she was just hitting on everyone in the mountain. <laughs> sure. I mean, or like, and I thought to myself, like, maybe she's struggling with her girlfriend. Like, like maybe they're breaking up or like, mm-hmm. she's trying to figure out her life. She just graduated. And so I just think that, um, I don't know. It was just like a nice moment of, you know, there's people out there who are trying to make it work and that someone is wanted such my a number. Cute story. Isn't it? I really, really like that. Thank you. Wow. It almost sounds I know like it's you less it dramatic up. than my last story, but I, but I'm excited to tell it. Well, this is kind of, like, we talked about this on an earlier episode, but, um, like, once you push past telling the really big moments and the big right. traumatic things, yeah, we that's, have when, about this. Yeah. that's when you can get into really honing your craft, because obviously you can just, you know, go for the dagger in the heart and be like, I came out and it was so traumatic and right. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Uh, but, um, telling a story like that, I mean, because it's interesting because the arc is there. And then you still have the moments of pain, and you're kind of telling that, but then you get to this punchline of just this really cool, tiny, full-circle moment that you didn't see coming. That's, yeah. that's a beautiful story, bud. Hey, thank you. No, it's, I really it's, love it. I love it, too. And I that's what I love about storytelling, this class, is just that... Um, so the other story I told was about Gilmore Girls and loving Gilmore Girls. Um, and, like, the story arc is a little more convoluted, but it ends up being about, like, I always wanted to, to be Lorelai Gilmore and get pregnant and have a kid. Because, like, that's what, that's what she did. So I was like, I want to do that and have this purpose. So the story arc there comes full circle where it's like, I do have a little child inside me. It's like my little writing self that I'm trying to cultivate and I'm trying to, um, (laughs) like, keep alive. That's cool. I bowled over whatever you said. Oh, I thought that the punchline was going to be, oops, I'm gay, I'm not going to get knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, it's just about, like... That's cute. Yeah. So stuff like that, which is really fun to, like, find a, the story arc and find the finish and, and things like that. So That's, like, what my therapist was talking about last week of our little shadow selves. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, that little person inside of you. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a person inside of me? <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. So um, that's the story I'm going to tell today, and then I have to pick between that and the Gilmore Girls story to tell next weekend at the show, at the class show. Yeah, wait, so what are you going to tell at the show tonight? Oh, oh, at the storytelling reading? Uh, the, sorry, yeah. the reading tonight is I'm going to yeah. do, um, you read the essay about my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a shortened version of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and maybe I can record it, and then, like, maybe one of the episodes we can tag it on at the last. Or, oh, you know what, we'll do, a, we'll do a, a bonus item on iTunes, and, we, and people can... That's such a good idea. Yeah, I it'll be a that. bonus item on iTunes, everyone. <laughs> yeah, after a really thorough meeting, we decided mm-hmm. that that would be perfect. <laughs> yep. Um, so, when you were saying, the beginning of that story, when you said... Oh, like there's two more gay people, and I like your mom was like, "Look, it's two girls." Yeah, it just reminded me of yesterday when I was getting my hair done. The woman who did my hair was like, like an older, not super old, but like maybe she she has a thirty year old son, so I guess she's like in her sixties, and um, she had a big cross. Maybe yeah, I don't know. She she looked older. She had a big cross on her neck, um, mm. and. Um, she had, like, a thick, maybe Greek accent, um, so she was, like, like, very clearly, like, displaying her Catholicism, um, and, uh, she, uh, she was doing my hair, and she's like, so are you married? Well, she and might I be like, Greek Orthodox, just as a side note, but yeah. Well, yeah, exactly, that's what Sheik and I were saying when I told her. I think she, she might have been, but, um, she was like, so are you married? And I was like, no, um, but I've been dating my girlfriend for for five and a half years, um, and she was like, oh, oh, wow, and then we keep talking, and then, like, we're, like, quiet, and she's doing my hair, and then she just, like, kind of out of the blue was, like, was, like, you guys should come get your hair done together, (laughs) and I was like, oh, I don't know if she would be really into that, and she was like, does she have long hair, too, like you, and I was like, and I was like, no, she actually has really short hair, and she was like, oh, we, um, one time, a couple years ago, we had these two women and, and they were married and she was like grinning and she's like, and they came in and they got their hair done together. Oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, cool. And then sweet. it was so sweet. And then, um, and then I was like, yeah, she's like, I actually cut her hair. Like she's really low maintenance. Like, I don't think she would like getting her hair done. Um, and we were kind of talking, and I was like, yeah, she's, like, probably the more masculine one. And she's like, oh, oh, you know. And then another time, um, we had these two women in, and they were going to a wedding together, and um, one had long hair like you, and the other was was the more masculine one. She had short, curly hair. <laughs> and she just, like, laughs. And I was like, cool. And it was just so cute because this woman, it was, like, her way of showing me that she was, like, excited and supportive, and, um... I love that all of her, her windows into it are, like, in the hair salon, like, I Yes, know. I know, yeah. I know, exactly. <laughs> but, um, she just, it was so funny because she kept bringing up just, like, any gay person she'd ever seen, yeah. like, any lesbian couples, and then, like, randomly, like, we'd be silent, and then she would just be like, does she blah blah blah, like, she had so many questions about my girlfriend, like, clearly her mind was just working on it while she was doing my hair, but she was so sweet, and she kept being like, okay, gorgeous, like, what do you think about this, well, like, she was so sweet to me, and at the end, she gave me the biggest hug and, like, squeezed me really tight, and she's like, okay, come back, and, like, maybe you and your girlfriend can do your hair together. Oh, man, that is the sweetest thing. How fucking cute is that? I feel like that would annoy some people, and it would be fine with me if it annoyed them, but I'm very touched by that story. 
I know I was too. I, I, I mean, it, it's just kind of funny because we've discussed like being gay is like constantly coming out to people, you know, mm-hmm. like you're, because I literally had the thought, you know, it's so crazy that I'm this far into my relationship, but I had the thought of being like, don't even mention the girlfriend because, you know, there's so many moments where it's exhausting or like, you don't know what you're going to get. And, right. um, she's got and- a pair of scissors in her hand, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, she asked if I'm married, like I could just say no. Um, or if she says, you have a boyfriend, I could just say no, which is sometimes what I do. Yeah, me but, too. Um, I mean, sorry, I do that because I don't have anyone, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they ask you if you have a girlfriend and you still say no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just was like, whatever, like, I'm just gonna just be bold. And then she just kept bringing up all the gay people she never yeah. interacted with. It was so cute. Yeah, that's, like, how my mom operates, for sure. Yeah. I know, it just reminded me of, like, so many moms and women who I know, and I just thought it was so sweet, because it's, because I really do, I mean, well, I was gonna make, like, a grand statement about the world, but I'm not sure. I think, for the most part, I agree that everyone is, like, everyone wants to do good. Like, nobody has the perspective of, like, I want, I have this evil thought. Like, even people who hold hold what I would deem as, like, an evil outlook on things, like, they're doing it from an altruistic place thinking, like, oh, this is, like, you know. Yeah, I don't know know if altruistic I buy that, but, like, I definitely believe that no one does evil because they think it's evil. I think people do bad things because they think that's the thing that makes them survive. Like, I I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole other debate, but I just totally, (laughs) like... I could just tell that this was, like, like, she was so motherly. Like, she, and she, because she had been telling me stories about her kids and, like, making spaghetti and blah, 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 and, um, and so I just, like, I felt very warm towards her, and I just knew, like, I could tell that she had these preconceived notions, and I feel like I kind of verified them, but then I also feel like she totally was, like, had a big heart and was not trying to judge, and she was, like, excited, and, like, she was trying to communicate excitement to me. And, like, it was so funny because her brain is, like, chewing on this thing because she sees me come in and I'm, like, you know, just, like, this young girl, like, getting my hair done, like, you know, just seem, like, what she would expect to be, like, probably, because I'm very passing hetero. Yeah. So, anyways, it was just, it was a really cute experience. Yeah, that's nice. That's, those things don't bother me. They make me very happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, same. Same, same, same. Yeah, the, the one of the punchlines of, not like, you know, when I say punchline, I'm using that term loosely, but um, of the story I'm telling tonight is that, like, right before I was about to come out to my mom, she was like, oh my god, like, I had this friend in high school named Rita, and she was a big old lesbian, and I loved her so much, and I was <laughs> just like, oh, like, this this is gonna be fine. Um, Aww, so, like, I obviously the the way she said it was not great, but, but you can tell that she was, like, she genuinely meant it and was, like, friends with this girl, and, like, maybe the girl didn't have as many friends, and, like, mom was her friend. Like, I could totally see that, because, like, that's definitely my mom's style. Right. Um, Yeah. I know. I really love that. That that was really potent in that story when I read the written version of it. Um, Yeah. How you, because she said that, like, this big old lesbian had a motorcycle or something, and then your mom, like, yeah. And your mom hopped on the back of her bike, and then you were just imagining your mom, like, you know, 
riding around town with this like clear clearly gay woman like with her arms wrapped around her just not yeah. worrying about it no yeah. ju- you know just full of love mm-hmm. like that chokes me up oh oh no oh there it is <sighs> that's that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to laugh at your emotions <laughs> oh yeah well maybe next time just send an emoji okay um <laughs> i will consider it that's a callback everyone uh, I wish that you hadn't done that because I was just about to send you an emoji. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know what? Which emoji were you going to send? This one. Mm, there's something wrong with my phone. Okay, okay. So, so I'm on my computer and it's just those lines because yep. I saw cool. It's a little smiley with hearts around it. Aww. Yeah. That's a nice one. I thought you were going to send, like, a slanty face as a joke. No, I'm, I'm trying to... No, I... No. That one... There's nothing funny about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So, beautiful moments in the world, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'm super... So, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, I have to say it. I am... I am scheduled for my suit fitting. Oh! Yes, and I am so excited, and the person I'm who I'm, I'm working with is, like, specializes in genderqueer folk, and, um, I am... Folk I am, music? <laughs> suit, suiting. <laughs> oh. Uh, that was a bad joke. And, um, <laughs> that, that, that is what... Ray is their name, and I am so very excited to go meet Ray. Is Ray spelled R-A-E? Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. My my really, really cool cousin, like one of the cooler people I've met in my life, spells her name that way. Ugh, badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to meet them and um, start picking out my, my style. That's so exciting. When is that? I think it's in a week and a half. I just like, I'm, I'm worried I'm burning myself out a little bit right now. I <laughs> have been very busy and like haven't really taken a day off yeah. um, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and to, yesterday I tried to sit, or like for the last two days, I've been trying to work on this story for the magazine about, and it's like a lot about what we've talked about, just about shame and coming out and like mm-hmm. all that. Um, and it The is, easy stuff. The easy stuff, um, and like I, every sentence is just feels like I'm I'm trudging through quicksand or something because it's just yeah. I cannot finish any sentence. But well, you probably feel a lot of pressure because you know that it's yeah. actually it, yeah. it has an opportunity of actually being published in a significant way, and you're worried right. that this is going to be your mark on the world, or <laughs> right. you know, yeah, you're no, that's about getting it right, hundred percent. And I and I. Um, like, because it's more of, like, a high-concept piece of, like, trying to map this psychology, I didn't come at it from, like, a moment, which is a lot easier for me to write about. I just, like, am much better at just telling stories about things that happened to me. Um, so I'm trying to, like, find the right framework to mm-hmm. to unravel this psychological um, map, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a hard time, but but you know what? I'm doing like a draft for my writing group, and I'm just gonna cool. get that done, and then see what happens after that. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait. So is your writing group? Do you have people from your old writing group in it now? So we were met in class, and we like most. Oh, this people... is the this is the writing group. From... Got it. Yeah, but we we left some people <laughs> out because they were really terrible. 
Yeah. Well, actually, we, we didn't purposely leave people out. There's just, like, one person that none of us <laughs> wanted to work with again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you all deliberately excluded one person. Well, then we accidentally excluded other people. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's not great. But you know what? You can't... <laughs> Never mind. I'm moving on. You know what? This is your time to be the queen bee catty bitch. No, this is a different context. It does not apply. <laughs> Uh, yeah so so how are you juggling you've got a job interview and then you've also got a lot of exciting creative things happening how are you feeling with this balance oh are you this is a leading question because you know exactly how I feel about this I am well I mean I'm curious we've talked a little bit but I am very very nervous um like I said last week this job is one of the only full-time jobs that I like would consider taking just because I believe in the mission so much and so mm-hmm. um it's something that I could I could get behind every day I think I mean obviously yeah. work is work and sometimes you don't want to go but right overall it's something that I'm like yeah you can go make yourself go do that today yeah um I am super nervous and I'm already stressing out about how I am going to schedule in my creative time because I know that it is such I mean like sometimes it's miserable to to sit and try and make stuff um and it's something that I really really am trying to be disciplined about mm-hmm. and I am wondering how long it's gonna last if I'm like you have to be disciplined at six in the morning right now um yeah and so I'm really nervous about doing that um and balancing but at the same time like so many people have had full-time jobs and, and pursued art until they yeah. are able to pay their bills with their art mm-hmm. so I know that that's true and um I'm just trying to keep that in mind. And, like, I met some people this weekend who, or I had met them before, but they're working on a web series, and I saw their pilot, and I helped, like, I, I pitched a couple of dollars in for their funding, and mm-hmm. the, the episode is so great, and I, and they're doing it all, like, while they're full-time employees. So it's, like, right. I like to see it happen. Um, my favorite teacher from, like, two classes ago recommended that I get a job in my field, that kind of thing, because she and I had similar, like, master's degrees and like, in, mm-hmm. po- in politics and stuff like that yeah um, and so it's like I think it's gonna be good I'm just like I'm nervous about finding the time and being disciplined because I'm already right. hard to manage <laughs> well they say if you want something done give it to a busy person yeah yeah and I have like this week I've gotten more done than I could possibly imagine because yeah. I had to um, I know I feel like I feel like the pressure is definitely conducive to yeah. writing things and being inspired and also I can't remember if I said this last week but I was talking to my therapist about kind of like the burnout that I was feeling mm-hmm. and she she took this one photography class and um the teacher was like oh I have the best job for creativity and everyone's like oh what is it and he had something really boring like entering data or something which yeah. is literally what I do <laughs> Um, but something really boring because basically he just like is bored out of his mind at work and then he's just itching to go create something when he's done. Yeah. And I, not, I will not say that this job would be boring. I think this no. job would be really enriching, but. I, and, and when I was, um, homebound last summer and working from my desk, like that's when I made all of my first cartoons because I was just like, I am, yeah. I'm very bored. Um, right. And so that was great. You're right. Well, you know what? And the, the one blessing is that, um. It, it will free me up a little bit so that writing will have lower stakes, I think. Like, um, right. 
and I won't feel like I need to, if someone's like, oh, I have a great place for you to pitch, I'll be like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't look like something I want to do, that's fine. Like, right. I don't know. I could literally just write 10 essays in the next couple of years and then say that, like, I want, I'm just going to self-publish it and make it a book. Like, yeah. um, yeah, it can be whatever, it, like, it needs to be instead of, um, me feeling obligated to chase down publications, which is well, cool. I feel, I feel like you feel self-conscious about not having, like, a big job right now. I mean, you How obviously, you? you're working, but I think um, that you feel self-conscious. You. <laughs> you're, you put so much pressure on your writing because, because you're like, this has to be legit, otherwise right. what's my Yeah, excuse? you're right, wow, call me out. um yeah that's true like I definitely am really embarrassed to say that like having a full-time job almost on the table makes me feel much more um worthwhile or like much more worthy I don't know yeah I mean that's that's totally fine I don't think that's shameful (laughs) well it's not great. I wish I didn't feel that way because um, I do I think, like I work really hard on the things that I do. But yeah, that's true. But but I also I think I think we're really conditioned to yeah. you know yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. take pride in certain things, and I right. think that self esteem well self esteem comes from what you accomplish. But I think that um, on like a less deep standpoint. Yeah, whatever. I'm not, <laughs> no, never mind. I cannot articulate what I was saying. Basically, that it makes sense to kind of feel self conscious if you're talking to people yeah. and they're like, oh, what do you do with your life? Right. And you're like, right. oh. Yeah. Like exactly. the time that, like the time that right. I saw that really dumb fucking kid from my class in high school. Yeah. Someone who I just really have always been like, you are dumb and not in a. Not in, like, a, oh, he's bad at school way, but just, like, this kid. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I ran into him, and he kind of had some, like, whatever, random tech job. Um, super rich parents, like, just kind of, like, bopping through life, easygoing. And I run into him in San Francisco, and he was like, oh, Maddie, are you still trying to do the whole music thing? And I was just like... <sighs> yeah. And it just, like, it was so amazing how it just, like, immediately, like, belittled me and just made me feel so insignificant and made me feel, like, such a child being, like, that's how you see me? Like, it just, and then, of course, like, you know, I can immediately reevaluate and be, like, that's fucking dumb and whatever and my life is so fulfilling and, I mean, there's, it's just really interesting how someone who I don't even care about or think about could just reduce me in one sentence and cause just, like, this right. insane reaction in me. Because, obviously, there is some part of me somewhere or else it wouldn't bother me. There's some part of me somewhere that's, like, also, like, really? You're still doing this dumb little music thing? You yeah, know? that's the kid in you that's trained to, to go try and make money somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't think that it's shameful. Well, I'm, but I'm succumbing to the pressures of, like, having a full-time job. <laughs> right. Although, well, so anyway. I texted, I was texting uh, Sheck yesterday, and she was like, congrats on the, on the interviews, and I'm like, oh, you don't think I'm selling out? And she was like, I don't think the mission is you selling out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thanks for the perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that, uh, well, when you get this job, which I feel very confident that you will, 
Um, I will stay on your ass about uh, making sure that you keep accomplishing big yeah. things writing-wise. Well, I'm going to be, um, I'll still be my writing group, which is good. Um, yeah. And that is, like, really frustrating because I'm like, oh, my God, another two weeks has gone by and I have to... I have to write something, but it's great because it means that I have to write something. Yeah, totally. So I hate it, but I have to stay in it because I'm like, you hate it because yeah. you have deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm so also... So who organizes that? You don't have a teacher anymore, right? No, we just kind of like collectively, we meet at one woman's apartment and... Um, do, do you guys have assignments or you just have to bring in something? Bring in something. Last, last time I went, I just brought in pitches because I needed to help working on them to send them in and then that's um, so cool I can't yeah, believe really that great. you found that little community that's so awesome yeah and, and the the woman who like hosts us at her apartment she and I are like kindred spirits so like now we also have a sometimes we'll call each other and be like what are we doing so it's like really <laughs> nice to have that that's awesome yeah um and then I'm also loving my improv class which is crazy because all of my experiences with acting people and improv has been terrible Um, (laughs) but I like it's really been a nice release for me instead which I wasn't expecting it's like very low like I used to be very stressed being like you have to be funny but now I'm like right you just gotta go up there and finish the scene like right find a way to do it no showboating yeah what showboating Oh, no show. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like helping me tamper my need to be funny all the time. You have to watch the movie Don't Think Twice. Okay, I will. It's so good. So then I was with a kid (laughs) last night for my class, and he's very sweet and quiet, but he's so good at improv, and he's just like, because he's a really good listener, and Mm -hmm. so last night I was like, you're really good. You have like this really nice natural way about you, and he was like, oh, Mm -hmm. really? Like, like... I think you do too, and I was like, well, I didn't say that just so that you would say that to me. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's all. Does, so, so does uh, your writing group know you have a podcast? Um, yeah, they do. That yeah. could be a good target audience. We've got to grow our numbers. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if all of our listeners told one friend <laughs> told to listen, one we would have 16 oh listeners. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. Yeah, don't tell anyone. We like it better when no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just got my notification that it's time to take my meds. Okay. <laughs> Yay. I don't know why I included that in there. Just to remind sure. everyone that <laughs> mental health is a... It's important. <laughs> it's an ongoing struggle. Not you struggle. Take it, do you take it every day at the same time? Yeah. Is that how you're supposed to do it? Mm-hmm. Oops. Are you... That could explain a lot about my my meds not working. Buddy, what is wrong with your rich-ass doctor? I don't know. So I'm supposed to take it at the same time every day? It sounds like he's resting on his laurels a bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going mean, to work on that. I mean, it's, that. Not a, it's not a big deal if it's late, but, like, it's encouraged. Oh, okay. <laughs> How are your meds going? I don't like them. Why? I have, like, a constant, like, tiny anxious feeling in my stomach. Wow. Which I didn't recognize before I started going on them, and I have not been depressed in a while, which is good, but I also, Mm -hmm. like, I'm, like, weirdly just anxious, and my thoughts have been really racy recently, like, especially when I'm trying to sleep, so I'm... Racy, like, sexy? No, that was a really insensitive response to what I just said. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, actually, um, neither sexy nor, like, very, um, like, too depressed. I'm just, like, I'm just cycling through mm. all of these things in my, like, not important things. They're just, like, oh, when I do that, I'm going to have to do that, and then I'm going to have to do that. Like, it's just, like, racing in that way where I just, like, will will enter into ten dialogues in a row with myself. Um mm. And that's been really frustrating to deal with, even though I've been meditating every day. So I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I am just, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out something. I feel like your thoughts have always been bracy. It's true, but I, sometimes it's easier to manage than others. I'm just like, it's been particularly difficult recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's true though. I've always had like a very, very overactive brain. Even when I was like in high school, I would stay up just like doing math problems or doing physics problems. <laughs> like I was just like doing mental calculations in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta like, figure out a way to tire you out. Like when I was, um, finishing that, when the Brooklyn Nine-Nine had that like riddle, that, that logic <laughs> problem, I was like, I know that I need to do it right now because if not, I'll be in bed that's thinking about it. That's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. That is so crazy. I knew, I knew that if I did not finish it, I would be thinking about it all night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look, some of us I are just smarter than like others. <laughs> I just have this really big brain. I have a really big brain and it just is like a computer. <laughs> I don't wow. actually think that about myself, but I do think that sometimes I like, I'm diving into things that are like too, a little too heavy yet for nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I had to stop reading one of my favorite cookbooks at, at night because I was too busy being like, what if I mixed that and that? Wow. That's really yeah. interesting. You think I'm a freak? Um, no, I think you're so special. <laughs> That's what people say to their freak kids. <laughs> oh, well. No comment. All right, cool. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Um, well, I'm super excited to include um, your your story to, on the extra episode. Well, it's going to be a bonus episode, so I'll do my I'll do my story from today, and then um, I can do. Well, maybe I'll I'll save the story from today, and I'll do the one that I do at the show, so that there's some appropriate laughter and applauding. Um, <laughs> and then I will record my reading, and so then I'll put that on. Wait, what? what? Uh, what? Which one's going up? The reading tonight? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's what I was going to do. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So Perfect. that'll just be like a little 10-minute clip that, that will be a bonus material. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. For free, Everyone guys. It's loved... free for the eight of you. <laughs> if you all gave us a dollar, we would have eight dollars. <laughs> eight dollars. Um, yeah. That's all. So <sighs> okay, what's next cool. on, on this horizon for you? What's next this week? I have another photo shoot this week, Crazy. and I have to make a little lyric video by Friday. Um, so is, by, is Friday, like, you're pretty much going to stop working on this for a little bit? Mm, a little bit, yeah. I just feel like this is crazy. Like, you... I've got to make a big... <laughs> I've got to make a big music video, though, so that's going to be a lot of February and March. Okay. Wow, but, this is... You have... Just started working on this in, like, November. Yep. And you've finished an entire album and done photo shoots, and it's just crazy. No, people, you are not celebrating that enough. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you should be celebrating that more. 
I know. I think Sheck and I really want to do something celebratory, but um, the day she finished my album, she had to, um, she started working on this other song that she's producing for these people that she had been kind of sitting on. And so she kind of dove into more work and I dove into the photo shoot. So I feel like... And when are you working on my song? <laughs> As February 16th. Okay, cool. I'm going to text you on that day. Okay. Yeah, once I turn in all my stuff, I'll get straight to writing a song cool. for you. Yeah, it doesn't need to be, like, fancy, just, like, a little <laughs> song. Okay, just a little song. Yeah. You got it. Okay. All so, right, anyway, bud. you guys are both really busy. That's the bottom line. <laughs> no, I'm getting less busy. It's fine. That's good. That's I good. I don't want to complain. I feel like no. that's just, like... Oh, no, but I feel like I feel like you guys definitely should take something, do something special to really mark the fact that yeah. you did this huge thing, just so that you remember to celebrate those accomplishments. No, totally. I think we definitely have to, and we have some friends coming over tonight. We're gonna watch some movies, um, which will be fun because I haven't just like had Relaxed, a nice hang. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think this week Sheck and I should go out to dinner. Yeah, and then our favorite Italian place. Oh, that's so sweet. Will you let me buy dessert? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Please send money. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm sure dessert's, what, like $7? Yeah. We basically, yeah. it's this really authentic Italian place. They, like, hand make their pastas, and the food is so fresh, and all the people who work there are Italian. And, um... Or actors. Or actors. <laughs> and, Probably. uh... And we, uh... Pretend that we're in Italy for two hours. And do you get dessert when you go? Uh, yeah, we do. Okay, order dessert. Well, she- and Shaq you tell really Shaq that. Shaq really likes to get coffee at the end of the meal. Okay, you order dessert and coffee and say that I am am treating you guys to coffee and dessert. You are so sweet. That's that's another type of your love language is like gift giving like that. Um, thanks. You love you love doing that. Yeah. I remember you did that once when I finished some kind of song, and I was like, I or no, I was like on my period, and I was like, I'm going to In and Out, and then you like Venmoed me six bucks, and you're like, hope you liked that burger or something like that. Oh, I'm the best. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's really important to have two girlfriends. You know? Yeah, exactly. One is just I, not enough. I also think that it's easy. Like six dollars is not a lot, and so it's easy to just give an affordable gift if it's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. And it's all relative because uh, $6 was was very meaningful in that moment. Okay. That's true. <laughs> that was also the week that you were like, I have 20 cents in my bank account. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dark times. Oh, we laugh because we have to. <laughs> I just like to think of myself as like, this is the middle of the movie when. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're definitely over time, but I also do that all the time where I'm always like, like, this was the the most frustrating part of the journey. Like, it, I just, it's easy, it's yeah. nice to contextualize and be like, mm-hmm. and this was when I almost gave up, but didn't. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, well, I'm super excited to talk to you next week. Okay, I love you. And, and not a minute sooner. Yep. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.